The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for this week's WGC Workday. And joining me to break it all down, it's the coach. Coach, we we started our morning together, and now we are yes. finishing our evening together. There, there's nobody <laughs> I, I love talking golf with more than you. And it feels like eight hours. Wait, it was eight hours ago. It was eight we hours ago. Yeah. There's been a lot of volatility. And I tell you what, when you're in the world of golf betting like you and I are, You've got to learn to have a thick back. And I've never in my life, Rick, had an experience like I have the last three days at this golf course. Uh, I'm, I'm anxious to talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, Colin Morikawa is going to end up being our 54-hole leader. He's too clear of the chase pack. But, Coach, this was this was over. This was Vince Carter.gif over. Mm-hmm. He had mm-hmm. a six-shot lead as he made the turn. He was unstoppable. He birdied every hole from five through nine. He added two more at 11 and 12. And then he got a little bit loose. He bogeyed a par five. He can't do that. Bogeyed another par five on 17. And it's it's only going to be a two-shot lead. But my goodness, I, I, this was a tale of uh, two two separate, I don't want to call them nines, but two mm-hmm. different stories for Morikawa today. Yeah, and coming into the week, Rick, it was all about the best iron players would match up well at this particular golf course. And that's exactly what you are seeing when you really look at how everything is, is shaking out. But how we've got to this point, Colin Morikawa at one point on Thursday was a plus two, plus three, and then Friday he just laces it. And then today it looked like he was staring down the barrel of another 63 maybe, maybe a 62, and then have a really big lead. But here's the problem with Colin Morikawa, and this has been an issue with him uh, several times, is he can shoot a 64 and make it look very, very easy. But then his putting starts to go. Once in a while, has a couple of loose, uh, you know, pitch shots, and then all of a sudden, that seven under turns into a five under, and now he's right back into it. He's got to learn how to really become more disciplined and tighter with, with a lot of his shots, and then he can do these runaway wins. But this is a tough golf course to run away with anything because you hit one loose shot, all of a sudden it's a double bogey, it's a triple bogey. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it, it is really interesting because uh, I think more than ever, I've noticed what kind of a, a streaky player he is. And it could be six holes at a time or nine holes at a time. But he had that look about him. He has that swag where he's throwing darts mm-hmm. and he's rolling it in and he's unstoppable. And then one thing goes awry and he's standing over a five footer and I'm all of a sudden lacking the confidence <laughs> in that he's going to make that. So it's like it's it's very strange when he's when he's rolling, you can't stop him. And when things go sideways, yep. they're hard to kind of correct, I think. Well, you gave our bet out this morning on the early edge, and it was Mark Collin, minus 137 over Billy Horschel. At yeah. one point, he was up, what, six shots on him? Seven yeah. shots on him? And he only ends up, you know, a three-shot swing on a par five is something you never want when you're betting on that particular guy. But luckily, we had some some shots to play with. But th- that's the thing that Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland and these young guys are starting to figure out, that if you don't finish, 
if you don't finish, you can give a lot back. Look at Hovland. He had a great day today. Shot a 66 after that eight yesterday on his final hole. And look where he would be. So yep. these guys got to figure out. You got to play 18 holes every single round. Yeah, I hate to play the if he did this game, but if Hovland just makes bogey instead of a quad on his final hole on Friday, he's 13 under. He's in yep. second. He's two shots off the lead. But instead, it's Billy Horschel and Brooks Kepka. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horschel had a, a day that was full of stress. He he got it together over his last couple of holes. He made birdie on 16. He made mm-hmm. evil on 17. That's the three shot lead that you are referencing. And then, coach, it was Brooks Kepka who from the jump. Uh, was touching the neck, was stretching the back out, was rolling around on the ground, did not look comfortable at all. He was able to come in in three under and, and keep himself in contention, but there's a lot of question marks here. Uh, there really is, and that has been an issue with him over you know the last, what, 18 months to two years, and it's something that he doesn't like to talk about. He's not one of those guys that makes excuses, but look right. what he did. You know, He started the day with a one-shot lead, and after winning at Phoenix – and I, I was almost ready, and I'm almost ready to say maybe he's had a talk with himself and said that these events do mean a lot. And I know it's a WGC. It's a step above a regular tour event, but he's actually showing me some sizzle and some steak on a non-major week. Now, if, if he's having some issues, which clearly he is, there's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. Spasming is nothing you can do. But at least he looks like down with the hips and the back, that's healthy. And that's good news for a great major season for him. Yeah, I think the way that I've kind of just separated this for Brooks Kepka is if he's healthy, he's awesome. Now we're mm-hmm. going to have questions about whether he's healthy yeah. or not and all that stuff. And it, it was weird to see, you know, uh, trying to stay loose through, throughout the entirety of that four-hour round on Saturday. Yeah. Um Trying to chase these guys. I mean, Webb Simpson shot about the most quiet 69, was patient all day long. Yeah. He's going to be three back. Rory McElroy and Patrick Reed, a couple in the chase back. They're four back, coach. I'm wondering, I guess it's not too far back because Morikawa has a two-shot lead, and we've seen the big numbers lurking, but Reed and McElroy trying to steal a WGC here. Well, you know, McElroy, even you know early on, he had that double bogey, and that set him back, and then he just was flat-out gas pedal down. Here's what I believe we're going to see out of one of these guys on Sunday. You're going to see one of these big names that is going to go out there and shoot at 63 or 64, like we've seen over the course of almost every single tournament in 2021. And somebody's going to do it because they all have the game. But then you're going to see a lot of big numbers. Because when you shoot at pins on this particular golf course, or you try to cut off the dog leg, or have you ever seen, by the way, Rick, a golf course have more carry over water? <laughs> and depending on the angle that you decide to go and how much you want your second shot in, that's how much you've got to cut off the carry. Yeah. It's incredible the risk-reward on almost every single hole on this golf course. Jack Nicholas, I'm shocked that we've never had a PGA Tour event here before. And I know it's only 15 years old. This that's is an why, awesome yeah. tournament golf course. And I guarantee you, after this year – they will figure out a way to play on this golf course because it's awesome. It's I can, awesome to watch. I completely agree. I completely agree. The reason we haven't seen more is because in in the world of golf courses, this is an infant, right? Only being only yeah. fifteen years old. But uh, you're right. It's it's showing a lot of. You know, anytime you can make the pros look silly, everybody loves it. Uh, you mentioned yeah. some of those those big numbers, coach, and, and you know we've got to talk about Cam Smith because he is your guy. He's the guy who probably had uh, the biggest numbers. I mean, he had, he found the water five separate times on Saturday. And a couple of those were just unforced errors that clearly he was trying to press 
because he had already had big numbers and he was trying to make the par five, a, what, a 210 carry in. Well, the problem is if you don't carry the water, you're laying back on the tee box. And you got to be smarter than that. You got to say, listen, this is a WGC. There are double points. Every point matters. And when you're already three or four over, stop it. I watched every one of my picks go into the water with him. One pick, another pick, another pick. I, I it's 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 so. Inf- I don't want to use the word infuriating because because you know it's possible. But when you're one off the lead to start the day and you're picking him. And people are following your picks, and you got a plus eight hundred pick out there. You got a head to head. You've got a, and then he shoots that. You shoot, he shoots that. That's what you're going to do for me, Cam Smith, on the week that I also throw you in my one and done. That's what you're going to do today. But he's the prime example of what this course can do if you yes. don't respect it. If you don't respect it, outcomes of seventy nine, no problem. And it, you know, it's, he, he birdied his first hole. He was the leader. He birdied three. He's yeah. rocking and rolling and uh, no, no lead is safe. No shot yeah. is safe out here at the concession. Let's take a peek at the odds via our friends okay. over at William Hill. And it's Colin Morikawa, of course, with a two shot lead. Who's going to be your betting favorite. He's plus one sixty three. Now he was uh, much shorter than that about an hour ago, an hour and a half ago. And Brooks Kepka yeah. is, yeah. Brooks Kepka second here at plus 300, Billy Horschel at 750, and then Webb Simpson at eight. Those are the four guys who are single digits, Coach. Um, is is this a, a victory lap for Morikawa? I don't think we can bet this number, no. but is he going to win this? No. It, it, wow. I always like to say, you give me two shots and the guy in plus money, I'm usually going to bet it. But the reason I'm not going to bet it is because of that name right behind him. And we mm. saw what he did in, in Phoenix. He's the ultimate grinder. He's the U.S. Open two-time champion in Brooks Kepka. To me, tomorrow is going to be all about the grind. I have a feeling they're going to set up really, really hard. And if you are not a grinder and you want to press a little bit too much, too hard, too fast, you're going to go backwards very, very quickly. Brooks doesn't do that. And so to me, if I'm looking at this, I would probably bet Brooks to win. But at plus 300, you can't bet him on that because he's got to gain two shots and hold everybody off behind him. So to be honest, I'd probably take a long shot on on Hovland or mm. maybe even Rory, throw a little bit on Rory or even Patrick Reed, to be honest. But I, I wouldn't do anything else. I, I can't bet one of those top three. I agree with that. Yeah. I could probably, you could convince me on Webb because he's lost strokes putting on the week. And if he just plays mm-hmm. as well as he has from T to green over the first three days and puts to his, to his baseline on Sunday, mm-hmm. he could make a run at this thing. But uh, I, I do like the chaos factor. You know, the, the idea yeah. that, you know, if, if Morikawa finds a little water early and Brooks Kepka struggle, like, like there are numbers out there and, and, and there's also low scores out there. That's the other thing, coach Hovland, again goes low i mean there are low scores out there we could see someone from way back in the pack win this thing look look at row four what name do you see in row number four that kind of stubbed his toe today but just a week ago yeah shoots a 64 to get into a playoff that's a huge number that might be worth like 50 bucks just to see if he can do it again 
That's Tony Finau, who coach is referring to at 66 to one, who is uh, essentially in the best form of, of most players on tour with, yes. with, with his three runner up finishes and a fourth place finish worldwide. So, yeah, I, I think I'm embracing chaos over the next 24 yes. hours, coach. I'm just going to say someone from the back of the pack is probably going to. Well, not probably, but that's the only thing you can bet. You can't bet these short guys. No, my, my whole week is shot as far as my picks are concerned. So I'm going for chaos and maybe try to get a couple of spots back on Sunday. But my, my week sucks, and I'm embracing it because, we, you know, we, what, what do we always say? That we do this 47 weeks a year, yeah. and you're not going to have 47 winning weeks. So it is th- – this has been fun. I've never had more fun losing uh, in my entire golf betting career. Yeah, uh, p- picking picking winners is hard enough. Doing it on a course we've never seen before is even more <laughs> exactly. difficult, right? Exactly. Um, one other thing before we get out of here, Coach, is yep. uh, so Patrick Reed obviously always wears uh, the black and red on Sundays. We are getting word that Rory McIlroy, in, yep. in a bit of a tribute to Tiger Woods, is going to wear the black pants, the red shirt on Sunday. And I have a sneaky suspicion that he those two are not going to be the only two. I think we're going to see a lot of black and red out there. I think it would be unbelievably cool if the entire field was wearing some type of black with red. Uh, and I guarantee you the guys that are closest to him, the JTs, the Rorys, uh, Patrick Reed always does, uh, you're going to see all of them in in red and black. It's been an incredibly emotional week for a lot of us who love the, the, the sport of golf to see a guy that we love the most, our biggest star, who in all likelihood his career is probably over. And I think it would be really, really cool to see that uh, on Sunday, and I guarantee it would mean a lot uh, to Mr. Woods, who is in a hospital about an hour from where I'm sitting right now, uh, no doubt watching it and recovering. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll keep a close eye on that tomorrow. And then the other thing that caught me off guard, Coach, um, uh, for this morning is they went off in two balls uh, all off of number one. So these guys started super early on Saturday. Same thing on Sunday. I'm like, oh, my God, these matchups have already started by the time I rolled out of bed. I had to get up at 4.30 a.m., and I was like, oh, I forgot my round-by-round bets because it was an 8 a.m. Eastern start. I like it, though. If, if you can do it and you've got perfect weather, I don't like the double T's uh, yeah. when, it's, when it's a WGC. I want to know what's in front of me, and if I've worked hard enough to get that late tee time, I want to know exactly what's in front of me instead of somebody who starts on the back nine who rips off a 62, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second. I'd like it this way if you can pull it off. If you can pull it off. I, I do too. I would just like to make sure I'm aware of it the next time it happens because it caught, <laughs> yeah. me, caught me off guard today. Uh, all right, that'll do it. We'll be back after Sunday's final round to break it all down. We'll crown a new WGC champion. Yeah. Uh, but for now, that's the coach. You can find him on Twitter at the coach rules. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. And we'll catch you next time. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the Men's Sunday Performance Jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness.
for our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.